Hello and welcome back to the Obscurious Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Buckner, coming to you live from a Ball State Music School practice room. <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna keep moving the podcast all around Indiana and see where we end up. Maybe we'll record one in the middle of a forest sometime while I'm out hiking or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, per usual, just kind of the things that we always get out of the way right at the start here. Uh, make sure you head on over to Facebook. Make sure you head on over to the Twitter. Make sure you head on over to the Instagram account. All that good stuff. Give them a follow. Give them a like. Leave me a review. Leave me some comments. Leave me some feedback. Whatever you feel like saying, whatever you feel like putting out there, please let me know if you're enjoying the podcast and all that good stuff. It is greatly appreciated. Um, and, and okay, here's, here's the thing. I'm going to move, I'm going to move the podcast to one episode a week. Um, I started off wanting to be able to do it twice a week and it's, it's just proving to become more and more of a, a, more of a task for me to handle every single week. And I really want to enjoy, enjoy these. And it's just something you have to understand is I'm running this podcast Uh, I'm working kind of two separate jobs right now in the same building. So I'm working marketing and I'm working the job that I've always worked. Uh, So I'm working that. I'm working on releasing music this this summer. I am working on doing some street performing. I'm starting to write music with another good friend of mine, like write full songs and everything, because she and I are going to start trying to do some shows most likely. And I'm and I'm trying to have a summer in there as well. (laughs) And so it's it's super crazy busy right now. And and I want these. I want these to be really well thought out. Uh, if this was a podcast where I was just kind of talking to you guys about like headlines or or like a specific topic, like the Civil War or or neurobiology, that would be a different thing. I could probably find more topics to kind of pull up and talk about a little bit more quickly. Uh, but since this podcast is kind of completely based around me thinking and me coming up with new ideas and and philosophy and development and and all that kind of stuff. It gets it gets harder uh, for me each week to to be thinking about an episode to put out on Monday and then go to work Tuesday and then all of a sudden Wednesday's right there and then Thursday's right there and I haven't had time to come up with come up with a full idea to be able to bring to you guys and I want these I want this to be really quality content I want you guys to really enjoy these and so yeah I think I'm gonna try moving it to one episode a week a bit more manageable for me and and yeah so. I hope you guys can. I hope you guys can kind of give me some leeway there and just understand that this is not the only project I'm working on right now. I got I got a lot going on, and so yeah, I, I want to be able to plan these out better. I want to be able to put more thought into these, and and they're becoming a bit more rapid fire. On weeks where we have guests, I might do what I did with Garrett's episode, where I went ahead and split it up and made it two two episodes, and so that might happen with guests because guests are definitely going to be longer episodes for the most part. And then you know what? We're just gonna go ahead and head and kind of tangent right off of that and talk about guests. Um, I've got one lined up. I've got one lined up. It's a good buddy of mine. His name's Josh Hatton. He's a really cool guy. He's a student at Purdue University, and we're gonna be talking about the book "Start with Why" by Simon Sinek. He uh, he sent me a message saying that he had started binging the uh, he had started binging the podcast. He was he was really starting to enjoy it, and then he said that a couple of the episodes made him think of this book that he had just finished. And and I had both I had planned on getting both him and his brother on the podcast here in the here in the not too distant future, most likely over the summer. And so it kind of worked out really well to where I just I told him I was like, well hey, you and your brother have open seats on the podcast whenever you want to come on. They're both really cool thinkers. They're both really two really mature, awesome, awesome guys. Just really good guys. 
And so I was like, well, hey, you know what? How about I track down that book? I'll give it a read. And we can kind of do a uh, book group slash and then just kind of move into like the freestyle conversation that we did with Garrett. And he was like, yeah, no, that sounds good. So went out and got the book uh, about about halfway through it. I just got I just got to the halfway point this morning. Really good book. It's going to make for some really cool conversation, I think, especially with Josh. And so, yeah, so you can be looking for that here within the next couple weeks. I'll probably have the book finished by the end of the week and then hopefully maybe get him on that weekend after. So not next week's episode, but maybe the week after. I'll let you guys know how that kind of pans out. And then that also brings me to my other point about guests. Uh, the, the idea that I've been kind of spitballing around in my head, and please make sure and hit me up and let me know if you guys like this idea, if this sounds like something you guys would be really interested in. But I think what I'm going to kind of transfer into doing is when I have guests on, I'm going to ask them for a book or for a movie or even a video game. I think I'll even throw video games in there just because I have one video game that I personally it just, oh my gosh, it just blew my head up and just made me start to think in a thousand new ways. And it was just really cool. And so I think I'm going to start asking guests, hey, what's your, what, what book made you think the most? Um, what movie really kind of started a, started a snowball in your head? And so still have it be around thought, but kind of the way I'm kind of thinking of it is it'd be kind of cool because then I'll develop this small like library of media that people can just kind of go to and listen or read or play to to just have a really good place to to pull from when they go, ah, I, I really want to do some like thinking. I want to do some cool thinking. Like I feel like I'm kind of stuck in the same spot. I want to be introduced to new, some new ideas. And so kind of like slowly put together a library of that stuff for you guys. Uh, I think that'd be really cool. I think that would work really well. I think it'd be enjoyable for you guys to listen to. And so, yeah, I think that's what we're going to start moving to with guests. So you can kind of expect that there. And... That being said, I think that's the end of all the uh, I think that's the end of all the announcements that I have for this week. So yeah, go follow the social media, give this episode a share, share it with your friends, have a friend listen to an episode. Uh, that's the that's the best thing you can do for me. Uh, again, we're going to be moving to one episode a week, most likely on Mondays, Tuesdays. That's probably what we're going to be looking at. And then and then yeah, so guests coming up. We've got one lined up, and then probably line his brother up here soon and and we're going to be doing it in that new new kind of style format give you guys some good content to go search out yourself that you can kind of read and and be able to contribute to the conversation about really easily so yeah that's it for announcements so per usual let's go ahead and dive right into today's topic today's topic i, I i'm really excited to record this episode um this is an episode that i think could be good for a lot of people uh it's certainly been good for me. Uh, it's certainly been a good mindset for me. It's certainly been a good uh, thought process for me to kind of settle into. And it's something that I actually hadn't been like telling people or really talking about much recently until I just kind of had some friends and, and my sister, and my brother-in-law, and like even, even my dad. <laughs> I was talking to my dad about it this weekend. And it originated in a lot of conversations that I had with two really good friends of mine, uh, Danny and Mel. Shout out Danny and Mel. But... Um, it's something that I've been saying kind of all through college. It's kind of been an underlying mindset that I've tried to maintain. And it's this idea of clean your corner. And, and I know that sounds like a really like kind of cliche, kitschy thing to say or use. Um, but clean your corner. I, I think it's really good. And so here's, here's what I mean by that. 
Um, so long story short, I've been in, in therapy all throughout college, uh, dealing with some anxiety, some depression, some PTSD, a, a whole smorgasbord of things, if you will. And, and so I've been in therapy this whole time. And so I, I've, I've kind of constantly had this growth mindset or have done my best to have a growth mindset, which is kind of where this, where this podcast comes in. It's all kind of stemmed from me consistently working on myself for the last three years and just comprised of a lot of those ideas that I came along with. And and so the idea of clean your corner is something that I've 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 thrown it at my therapist. I've talked to her about it. And it just became this the more the more that I started to work on myself, the more that I started to kind of chip away at the things that I was looking at in my life going, you know, I don't I don't know if that's right or or if it just felt wrong or anything along those lines. It, it, it came from dealing with those things and, and understanding this new mindset of realizing how many external, external forces you have on your world. Just, I mean, people, friends, relationships, school, teachers, professors, bosses, uh, coordinators, administrators. Like, there are so many external forces that present you with conflicts, that present you with things that need to be dealt with, per se. Um, and, and, and it's really easy to get bogged down in all these decisions that you feel like you need to make in, in the external world that you exist in. And so I kind of just kind of kept coming back to this idea of clean your corner. And it came from both a spot of me needing to find a calm place to live and just me understanding the realm at which I can have a hand in the world. And this, this, this has kind of a couple different fingers that we can go down. One of them being, I, I, and I do it too, I think, I think we really like to bite off more than we can chew, which is good in some ways. In, in a lot of ways, like, I mean, prime example, the podcast. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be cranking out two a week, knowing that I'm a musician, knowing that I'm going to be releasing music, knowing that I was going to start writing with somebody, knowing that I was going to be working these couple, like, and I do freelancing work on the side. I was like, no, I'm going to pop out two episodes of this deep thought, dive into the depths of your mind podcast. <laughs> and, 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 I, and so I bit off more than I can chew. And you have to do that sometimes, because if I didn't do that, I probably wouldn't have started in the first place. And so I needed to bite off more, more than I could chew at the time being. And, and in biting off more than I can chew, it, it's kind of equivalent to this idea of, I think a lot of people set out to try and fix fix the world, fix what's wrong with the world. And people with that motivation are fantastic people. <laughs> They're great people. I'm not shitting on people who want to fix the world because we need those people. And, and, and I think we are all that person at some point, whether the, like, whether the parameters of the world changes, whether, whether your idea of the world is, oh, I need, to, I need to fix my family, I need to fix my relationship, or I'm going to fix this entire corporation because it's being run terribly. It, it, it can be defined in a lot of different ways, but it's this idea of trying to fix this massive thing that doesn't have to do just with you, that has to do with so many different humans outside of you and so many different people and so many different lives outside of yours. And I mean, yeah, I guess relationships are more contained, but... That's beside the point. Um, and, and, so, and so we do this. We try and, we try and fix these massive things. We try and, try and figure out a way, a foolproof way that's going to that's gonna fix the way people perceive 
perceive gender issues, fix the way people perceive politics, fix the way people perceive war and, and all that. And we, and we come up with these ideas and we go, this is, this is how you do it. And, and I did that a lot. I was always kind of sitting around going, no, I'm going to fix everything. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to come up with the one idea that makes this entire thing run like a well-oiled machine. Also, I have my voice bag this week, which is really nice. <laughs> Allergies are still trying to kill me, but at least I have my voice back. And, and so, sorry. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so we, we pick these things and we go, oh, I'm, I'm going to accomplish this monstrous task. And, and it does even bleed into just the small things. Like when you've got, when you've got this decision that's being thrown on you that you don't, that you don't want to make that, that you feel as though other people are making the decisions more difficult, um, than they need to be. And so, so it's this idea of clean your corner and, and understanding the realm at which you can operate. And so for me, cleaning my corner started out with kind of like small things, started out with going to the gym more and starting to feel better there. started with eating healthier and doing better there. And then I noticed that those things kind of helped, helped my depression and my anxiety. They, they made those less of an issue. They did not get rid of them by any means. That did not happen for another two or three years. And they're still around today. There's still something I have to deal with. Um, and, and so it's, it's, it's this idea of understanding that you can clean your corner of the world. That, that's what you can do. That, that, that is where your actions are limited to. And so, yeah, I mean, you can get stressed about all these people throwing these different things on your desk, or you can get frustrated about the, the way the world's working right now. And that's good. It, it, it's good to see those things. But I think it is incredibly important to understand that... that I, I really don't know if you can set out to change the world. And if you do, if you do, and that this might be kind of one of those weird times where, where thoughts chase each other. I don't know if you can just set out to, to save the world, to, to fix the world, or to fix your entire company. However, I think you can set out to clean your corner of the world every day. Every single day, you can make make your little corner of the world better. And I know that might some people might perceive that as being selfish and only focusing on your little part of the world. But I guess the crazy thing for me, the the thing that became so so incredibly clear to me when I started just focusing on my corner and saying, "Oh well, you know what." relationships aren't going the way I want and I just I cannot figure that out instead of being frustrated kind of with relationships themselves I just kind of started looking and going well why am I so anxious when I'm in a relationship I you know I think I can work on that or or like with with perceptions of with with any hot topic that that even causes a reaction inside of you looking at that and going well why am I reacting the way that I'm reacting and, and and working to change that into into a perspective that you go ah, that's better. That's better. That feels that feels right. And so this idea of working on your corner. So I branched off again. But uh, this idea of working on your corner. I started to I started to realize the full effects of it. the The first thing that comes to my mind is when I started working out. When I started working out, I went kind of gung-ho. I went kind of gym crazy, and 
and I'm not gonna lie, I got in really good shape. Like, I was in far better shape sophomore year of college than I ever was in high school, and in better, yeah, better shape than I am now. Lower body fat percentage, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but when I started going to the gym, when I started working out, when I started pushing myself, when I started cleaning up my diet, which cleaning up your diet is one of the most obnoxious things ever because, at least in America, uh, eating is such a social thing. It's such a, like, you go home and your parents take you out for dinner. You you go see your sister, who you haven't seen in a hot minute, and y'all get pizza together. It's such a social thing that it's so easy to just constantly be like, oh, well, but I'm with friends. Like, it's so easy to do that. And so it's so, it, it really is difficult to start cleaning up your diet and to really get it nice and clean. But I digress. Uh, what I was talking about is the fact that when I started cleaning up my diet, when I started going to the gym more, all of a sudden, everyone around me started cleaning up their diet and going to the gym more. People were asking me about how to get into eating healthier. People were asking me about how to get into the gym and where they should start and what lifts they should start with or how much cardio they should be doing. All of a sudden, all these people were looking at me going, hey, how do you do this? How do you do this? And, and it, it was literally that moment where I was like, oh, I can work on my corner. And, and so and so that's where it becomes less of a like self-centric and look at me, look at what I'm doing kind of thing. Um, it's this it's this when you start to model this better life, when you start to push yourself to be better, people around you are going to want to be better, too. And that's why I think working on your corner is such an important thing and, and why it's been so, so invaluable to me. Because the more that I started to take jumps, the more that I started to put put trust in things, put trust in people and and put trust in the process, the more that I just kept hammering on depression, anxiety, and the more that I just kept drilling all these things and just saying, like kind of waking up every day just going, how can I get better today? How can I get better today? How can I improve this corner? How can I improve my corner of the world? And, and that all starts, that all has to do with my attitude towards the world. That all has to do with the way that I'm treating my body and all that kind of thing. And so it, it just it just became so evident to me, oh, wow. The more that I work to be better, the more that I, more that I take leaps of faith, the more that I dare... To, to be someone new each day and to and to just constantly work on myself, the more everybody around me starts doing the same thing. And I think that is so cool and it's so important because it does like it does two things. A, you get to start working on yourself just with just with vigor, with purpose and and you get to see those results. You get to see when your bed's kind of cleaned off a bit more and you're like, oh okay, okay. Um, that's a metaphor. I'm not talking about my literal bed. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you get to start seeing your world improve, which is awesome. And then you get to see the, the world around you start improving solely because you decided, Hey, I'm really going to work on the way that I look at things. I'm really going to work on the way that I treat people around me. And, And I know, and I know this is all super reminiscent of, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I, I understand that. Um, but it really is. And But it's so, like, for me, it was calming. For me, it was calming because 
because of kind of what I was talking about earlier, you have all these external forces on your will. You have all these people coming in and saying, hey, we need this from you. Hey, we need that from you. Hey, they want this from you. Or, hey, I really do need this from you. As somebody who loves you, like, I, I, I need to hear from you in this way. Like, all these things can jump in, and all of a sudden they're clouding every decision we make. They're, they're making us react to things in a way that we might not necessarily want to. And, and they stress us out and, and they bog us down. And for me, it was just the more that I realized I can focus on my world. Yeah, there's a lot of decisions going on around me. There's a lot of things that aren't great, <laughs> that just really aren't great in the world. Um, and I mean, that's even hard to just kind of look at things. And, and especially as somebody who like, I get to be in college, I get to have a, you know what, I get to have a decent apartment, I get to have friends, I have a car, like, have pretty easy. Like, there's not much else that I could be asking for right now. Um, I have a job that allows me to buy microphones to keep doing this podcast project. Um, it, but a lot of the world is not easy for a lot of people. And, it, but it allows me to look at my world and just go, okay, the better that I make my world, the better the worlds around me will start to be. Because when people see you, and it's kind of the idea, I know people talk a lot about not talk a lot. It's not like people are standing around the water cooler every day like, so, uh, say you've got a flat tire. And this is where the analogy comes in. But say you have a flat tire and you're on the side of the road. Or actually, no, the analogy is uh, you need gas. You ran out of gas. People are way more likely to pull over their, their car and help the person who's already pushing their car by themselves. Who's already saying, okay, yeah, well, you know what? I'm not just going to stand here. I'm going to try and fix this. I'm going to I'm going to try and do everything in my in my realm of possibility to make this situation better. And it's the same principle. It really is. It really is. The like the people who are around you see your corner. They see what your life is looking at. They actively see what you're doing, who you're becoming. Because realistically, we replace somebody's perception of us every single time we have a conversation with them. Every single time we act towards them in a certain way, we replace their perception of us. And so you can you can start becoming whoever you want to be whenever you want to start becoming that person. Hopefully it's a good person. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, and so when everybody else sees you saying, you know what, I'm going to work really hard to, to make my perception of the world good, to to make myself good, to make myself work harder and better and faster and, and happier when people see you striving to work to be a happier person because it takes work it's not a decision in some cases it is I just sometimes have a bit of a vendetta against the whole like choose happiness thing because it I mean it's taken me four years to get to a point where I feel happy I feel good and so I mean it, it takes work to get there and you can start making the world a better place by doing that because then other people around you will say, it takes work, but you know what? If Buckner can do it, I think I can do it too. And, and that, that, that changes so much when people can see somebody who, you know what, in a lot of ways they just view as, oh, yeah, that's my buddy. That's my dude. That's my friend. That's my, that's my girl. Like, they might perceive you in that way. But when they see you decide to go, I'm going to get better. I'm, I'm really going to get better. I'm really going to work at this. That changes so, so much in the way they perceive you 
and in the way that they choose to live their life. Um, I, I'm sure I'm going to have a lot more thoughts on this topic because it is just such a, and I don't know, maybe it is just this simple idea of, of clean your corner, of, of do, do your best every single day to make your tiny, tiny little corner of the world better. Because then the people you have around you will go, I'm going to make mine better. And the people around them are going to go, I'm going to make mine better. And then that's how you start solving the, the issue of the relationship, the issue of the business that needs to be operated differently, the issue of the world. <laughs> that's, that's where you start. You start with that small, tiny little part of your world that you go, you know what? I think I can do that better. I, I really do. It's going to take some work, but I think I can do it better. It might just be this simple idea. I might not need to talk about this much more past this episode. I'm sure it'll come up a lot with, uh, with guests who come on because it's, it's, it's just, it's a really important topic to me. Um, I did, I, I, yeah, yeah. I just saw people really close to me struggling with a lot of external forces. And it just reminded me of this thought and, and of this whole entire way of thinking that I, that I hold, hold so close because it helps, because it helps you realize, okay, there's a lot of world out there that needs work. But if I, if I can do my best to make myself the best well-oiled machine that I possibly can, I can handle those and, and we'll get those cleaned up and we'll, we'll clean those parts of my world too. Um, so yeah. And it, and it just comes down to like, do the things that make you feel like you're cleaning your corner of the world. Do the, do the things that make you make you feel ready. And the reason I'm going on this tangent is because I think I finally figured out the little tagline that we'll use at the end of each episode. And, and the tagline is going to be, make the damn smoothie. <laughs> and that comes from this idea of when, when, I was talking to, when I was talking to somebody close to me about this idea. The, the idea rattled around in my head like, I, I knew they were in a very tense point. I knew they knew there was a lot of external forces they, they, that they were feeling at that point. And the idea rolled around in my head like, hey, if waking up in the morning and making a smoothie makes you feel like you're a bit more ready to clean up your corner of the world, then make the damn smoothie. And that, and that goes for anything. Anything that makes you feel like, ah, I think that's headed in the right direction. So you know what? If you kind of have that small gut feeling at night when you're in school still and have that small gut feeling of, you know what, I can go, I can go to bed right now and I could get up an hour early and just, just read through this stuff that I learned yesterday. Read through my notes from yesterday. Do that. That's your gut saying, hey, this, this is good. This is good work. Trust that. And that is a topic that we will talk about in even greater extent in a future episode of, of trusting your gut because it's a weird one and it's a weird one to learn. It's one that I'm still, still learning really, really heavily. I mean, it's something I learn about every single day right now, but yeah. So this is Matt Buckner. I'm in a music practice room right now. Uh, I might play that same little jingle for your outro, but like I said, I'm Matt Buckner. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you like and share everything. And remember, Make the damn smoothie.